Well, good morning, my brothers and sisters. Wonderful feast today. Let's pray. Pray with me to the Holy Spirit that he can come into our midst and enlighten our minds and inspire our wills. Holy Spirit of God, please be with us. Help me to speak about you and what you do for us, human persons, in community here on earth. In our gospel today, we hear Jesus at the Last Supper talking about the sending of the Holy Spirit into the hearts of the disciples. And he says something very important after he talks about the other gathering. He says that the Father and I will come to the disciples and we will dwell in them individually and also And it's the divine persons and the love between the divine persons that enables us to extend that love to human persons here on earth. You know, the whole concept of personhood is something that is completely the result of Catholicism. Historically, the past 2,000 years, wherever you find that idea, it's usually found in the Western countries, it's a result of Catholicism, and in particular, our tradition's reflection and penetration of the mystery of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Did you know that? That the whole idea of personhood did not exist before God revealed to the world the three persons of the Trinity. So it's really the divine persons that help us one another as fellow human persons. Very simple. So in, in our tradition, in, our, in the social doctrine of the church, we have a term it's called personalism. Personalism is just a definition about human persons. And they're giving dignity that human persons are not things. Two, two opposite things. Two separate realities. Persons are always to be loved and never used. Things are used. Things are used. Persons are always to be loved and never used, never manipulated, but always respected as a locus of intelligence and freedom outside of me. And that's when you appreciate that interpersonal reality, that's what you're able to love. With that love that exists between the persons of the Father and the Son. Now, what's interesting though is, is that that kind of personalism is what is what enables us to build true community on this earth between Christians and between all people 
of goodwill. Now I'm going to go over the sign of the cross. It's a simple thing. There's really a lot of profound doctrine in the sign of the cross. So if you think about it, the cross has four points to it. Four points. But there's three persons in the Trinity. That's kind of interesting to think about, right? So you got the Father and the Son. That's that divine vertical access. Son is realized the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not here, it's not here, but it's here. And that vertical, I'm sorry, that horizontal access, it signifies the birth. You know, we saw today our son set forth the Spirit and it really is the So we got that vertical access, but that horizontal access is what belongs to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is able to join together the extremes of left and right. It's able to take differences and unify them. That's what our Catholic community, worldwide community, is all about. It's about differences in unity. Diversity, but unified. Not diversity polarized, but diversity unified and reconciled together. Only the Holy Spirit has the wisdom and the powerful love to be able to do that for us human beings so that we don't have to be divided from one another. We don't have to let our differences become a source of disunity and hatred. But rather, within those differences, we can still have love and communion. That's what the Holy Spirit does in the earth. That's what we've been preparing for from Lent all through Easter season when Jesus died and rose from the dead for is to send that power of love so that we as human persons can be in true community with each other and be unified despite our differences with each other. So speaking about, you know, I talk about the the left and the right and how the Holy Spirit takes Rights and extreme right, think of the Nazis, which we're thinking of the extreme fascism, okay? And it was in 1938, and the Nazis annexed this portion of Czechoslovakia. And they came in and they liberated this region. And I'm not all, I'm not sure of all the details, but I think there must have been a group of originally German people that were there, and they were really happy about the Nazis. So Nazis had Nationalism. Now there's patriotism. Patriotism is a virtue. That's good. We should be patriots. But nationalism is not. 
Holy Spirit brings. And there's a depersonalization that takes place with that extreme right. Because it's a manipulative thing. It's a tyrant who basically plays on people's emotions. Because we have natural love for our own people, our own nation, our own nation, our own land. We have natural love, that's good. But the tyrant manipulates that natural emotion and it becomes depersonalized because people don't use their critical faculties to think their way through. Hey, wait a second, this is wrong what we're doing. Okay? And therefore it's now on the far left, we've got another image in my mind. Is that the far right? On the far left, we've got another image in my mind. We're probably familiar with the post-World War II novel by George Orwell called 1984. And 1984 is this vision of, a, at the time that he wrote it, 1984 was in the future, right? It's a vision of a future dystopia where this extreme totalitarian left movement has taken over the whole world. And they have, all the people, they have what's called an organized assembly called the Two Minutes of Hate. The Two Minutes of Hate. And they all get together, and there is this enemy of the state, the enemy of the people, this guy named Michael Bolton, who's probably a type of prophet. Everybody gets together and so we see with both the extreme right and the extreme left, they need an enemy for their community. But that's not what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit does not need an enemy to build unity. respects them as intelligent, critical thinkers who have free will, who are able to speak to each other in dialogue, respecting differences, and peacefully thinking their way through how to be reconciled, how to live together as brothers and sisters in one human family. So, my brothers and sisters, what is our symbol? Spirit. It's not this, right? Now on the left, they have their own thing. Left does this. Watch out for this, people. Okay? If you look at billboards today, you see inside, okay? Right? That's the left symbol. It's power to the people. Okay? What's our symbol? That's our symbol. And we don't stop here. On the left, the Holy Spirit goes takes those extremes and reconciles them together so that we can be one community here. Now, just some good news here. I'm just going to leave you with good news. So I talked about some bad news, bad examples of Nazis and communists and whatnot. Uh, And, and, you know, today, one more piece of bad news, really. I think today we really need to be critical consumers of media because our social media provides you know, I've never heard the expression that So we really got to be careful about that. We've got to be very critical consumers of media. 
and there are strong financial interests between corporations, media, government, so we've got to be very, really, very really discerning. Okay, so that's kind of the bad thing. I'm going to some good news here. I just learned recently about something here in the wake of this terrible Uvalde shooting, okay? So if you look at these school shootings, there's been six major school shootings where over 10 students have died over the past hundred years. And in every single case, there's been something in common that the mainstream media has not paid attention to, and that is that the shooters did not have fathers. Okay? And so, you want to talk about ground up, respect for your neighbor, real dialogue. In Florida, there's a movement to say we need to do something about this problem of fatherlessness, because that's the root problem that no one's talking about. And so, just from the grassroots up, there was a movement that has now resulted in bipartisan, okay, both the left and the right, in the Senate, in both the Senate and the House, unanimously, they passed a bill. When do you ever hear about that? That's good news. That's good news. That kind of unity. That's the result of the Holy Spirit. They passed a bill promoting different programs that are going to foster responsible fatherhood so that we can bring healing and peace to our society. So we thank God for that. It's a great example for all of us of the unity that the Holy Spirit brings into our midst, the respectful dialogue with persons and with people with whom we differ, and that ability to be reconciled and to unify, to be unified into one.